0: Going. I can't see because I have it cut off. Oh, we're going. Yes. Okie dokie. Rila Roki. Um.
1: <laughs> are we just jumping right in? What What are we talking about today? Okay. Well, how's
0: life? Or we could just get into it.
1: It's exhausting. Nobody's sleeping again. We had a good two day run. Mm. It's feeling pretty good pretty stupid to
0: feel Uh, that way you were defeated by your own hubris it sounds like yeah that's exactly what it sounds like correct so uh you know I'm just I'm just tired and frustrated I'm sorry that sounds like a bag of dicks I uh had my birthday party Ooh, what'd you do for and your that was birthday? I had my party uh, on Sunday and friends came over and we did a one shot of a TTRPG called Morkborg. And we made Tom and Jerry's and ordered a shit ton of pizza. And Ooh. it was, it was really, really fun. I don't have a good transition. Um, <laughs> okay, good. That's all right. Tra- I've oh. been trying to think of something. Can we
1: make one more, not correction per se, but clarification for our mother's sake, who had a lot to say about the last episode? Oh, my God. Which you didn't respond to, like, any of it. You were just like, send me those magazines. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: just, sometimes I feel like it's best to just let her have her space to yell at us because she yells at us all the time.
1: All the time. Don't start it that way or we're just going to be doing this again next week. Okay. allegedly we perhaps made it sound like she was like an absent mother or neglectful or like passed out when we say that she fell asleep she legit fell asleep cuz she was a tired mom she wasn't like passed out letting you watch yeah. unsolved
0: mystery i mean she <laughs> she was asleep like she letting was, me watch unsolved but she wasn't right. passed out from substances she was just tired and had you know would sometimes fall asleep during yes That horror show. As Um, we all do. She was actually, I would say, almost too hands on, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, Mom. You're way too clingy, too hands on. (laughs) You're too
0: substance free. (laughs) (laughs) That I would agree. I would really agree. I think mom could use some substances. So this is, I'm just going to read part of her text because oh you were wondering how she knew how about you and that creep. And so oh, she, yeah. said, she goes, Riles, Rita and I stalked you when you went to the movies with that sleazeball. We were across the street in a car, in the car lot, hiding behind cars, watching you go into the theater and exit the theater along with various other stalking adventures. I love that it wasn't <laughs> just mom; it was also Rita, which and Rita has known us since like we were born. Before then, yeah, because like long the, time. yeah, she, yeah, like oh my she and gosh. mom have known each other for like I would just say it has to be close to forty years. Yeah, yeah, it I has would to say at, least at least be thirty-five.
1: Yeah, and anyway, I didn't so even know, know I was being stalked nice. multiple times. So well, that goes to show you they're good. That either they're well. Either they're good, which okay, fine. I could believe that. Or you're just Or fine. I took nothing from those unsolved mysteries episodes and I was just living my life willy nilly, not a kid. I mean in the you were world, dating that sleeve from so Obviously, You didn't take anything from them. I was rebelling in the weirdest way possible. I was like, well, guess what? I am going to put myself in danger by dating this weirdo. He was 23, by the way, not 26. I made it creepier than it was. It's No, it's still
0: gross. I was talking to a 23-year-old co-worker, and I was like, could you picture yourself dating a 17-year-old? Because we were talking about this episode. And he's like, no, that's a child. I was like, yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Yes. No, it's still gross, but... I don't want to I don't want to over exaggerate like it's already gross. I just honestly can't remember. No, I get what remember. You're
0: saying. Speaking of gross and maybe sleaziness. Great my transition. Uh <gasps> it's time to to talk about everybody's favorite sleazy maybe, maybe you decide band to hate, Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback. Why else would I randomly text you and be like, hey, well, listen to Nickelback with me?
1: OK, but it started with... It didn't start with Nickelback.
0: Well, yeah, it started with Linkin Park because I was going to cover Linkin Park. And then I was just like, okay. what if I changed it last minute yesterday to Nickelback? And then the funny thing is I did... I mean, I did... I've, I've written this episode or I've written my notes for it and I got bored during it. So we'll see how this goes.
1: <laughs> well, I I mean, in my defense... It's not the most random thing you've ever texted me. True. And it's
0: also now not, I mean, oh, did Katie ever respond to your...
1: Yeah, she had no idea who I was talking about.
0: Okay, I could get that because she's very, she's like beyond hipster. She's something else, something higher. She is. Something more powerful.
1: She is. She's like elevated past that point. She's her own being. Lesbian
0: hipster category yeah yes good for her and we love that for her yeah anywho uh nickelback look at this photograph (laughs) look at it damn it look at it (laughs) look at how it makes me laugh why are our eyes so red (laughs) it's called red eye nickelback like has he never seen a photo okay sorry. apparently also what the hell is on joey's head so i'm glad we're doing this because we are going to play a game later (gasps) <gasps> um, yeah we could even we could play it now if you want you do what you want with this episode I'm okay. super excited I I am glad uh I mean what we're what we're going to be discussing today is like I mean I, I feel like the, when people think of Nickelback they probably think of a lot of things but like the biggest conversation around Nickelback as of late I feel like has become the why does everybody hate them so much yet they're so successful, so I kind of like I kind of focused more on that, and um, I mean it's it's hard I feel like it's it's tricky to talk about music and is it bad or is it good because it's so subjective. But then I was like, well, you and I really just love to be judgy, so that doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. (laughs) We'll just judge. It's our show.
1: It's our show. Decide.
0: It's our show. We decide. And now we're going back to 1995. (gasps) Oh my God. I could write for Nickelback. That rhymes so hard. You, and you were in our, was it our last episode? You
1: were so hard on yourself. You told me like three times you couldn't rhyme and that made me super
0: sad, but look at you now. Look at me. I've grown just since the last episode. This is growth. I'm glad everybody's here for it. Thank you for being on this journey. Right. So Nickelback, as you may or may not know, is a Canadian rock band. It formed in 1995. Sweet. Good for them. Yeah. So they're old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It formed in 1995. Before that, the the group was a cover band. And then the lead... Kind of like the front man, or not kind of the front man, Chad. I didn't look up how to spell anyone's name. Chad Kroger. Pretty, that's how it's spelled, so that's how I'm going to say it. Asked, it was like his stepdad, for money so that they could make an A- EP. And some of that money he used to buy magic mushrooms. And the rest went towards making said EP. <laughs> that track. And seven right? Seven years later, their breakthrough hit, How You Remind Me, took them very much mainstream. And the single mm-hmm. would appear on the album, if you remember, very distinctive album art, uh, Silver Side Up. Remember, it has like the oh, eye with the platinum tier. And speaking yeah. of platinum, it went eight times platinum. And eight that's, times? Like, f- eight times. What other songs were on that album? We'll get to it, my little biscuit Okay, bear. okay, okay. So here's the thing about Nickelback that I think is very interesting is that they're probably like one of the most... Ridiculed bands in modern history, but they're also insanely successful. Like they've sold over fifty million records worldwide. So that puts them above. That puts them above acts like In Sync, the Foo Fighters, Amy Winehouse, Excuse and Gorillas.
1: Me. You know, people do love to collectively hate something, though. Yeah,
0: and wow. like part of yeah. So what's crazy though is, and I know some of these. Like, okay, Amy Winehouse did. Pass away at a very young age so maybe She mm-hmm. would have outsold um, But th- like the Foo Fighters in sync The Grella And I and I mean like I, I checked out uh, chart- Yeah I checked out Chartmaster.org and it Placed them on it was like The list of best selling artists of all time So obviously like the Beatles were I believe Number one um, but it put them At uh, 107 And I mean that seems like, not when bad. You're like Okay 107 but I'm like This is all time this all is time like, yeah and that's that's they were it was like page two it was only page two and there were so many other names that I was shocked to see them above like I just yeah. kind of cherry picked some that I thought would be unexpected yeah it's, it's very um very surprising that does shock me yeah it's shockable so, as I said earlier, they were originally, like, a cover band, and then they had their EP, and after that, it was about three years later, they signed a record deal with um, EMI and Roadrunner Records, and Roadrunner was originally... Mimi. Sorry. Yeah, he went really far from, like escaping the coyote to having his own record company. And that's the kind of success story that I'm really here for.
1: I know. Yeah. What a rise to riches. Good for him. Truly.
0: Yeah. Meep. Indeed. Yeah. Let's not assume, Riley. (laughs) Sorry. 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 No, it's okay. Just check yourself, you know? Check your privilege. Check your pronouns. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. That was a real coyote move of me. (laughs) It really was. So you were asking what songs were on silver side up I was so they were never again how you remind me woke up this morning too bad just for Hollywood money bought where do I hide hangnail and good times gone and I would say recognize any of those other songs I would say that you would probably you would definitely I think you'd recognize never again and too bad Okay. And those are like if I heard them, probably. Yeah. Yeah. If you heard them, I'm pretty sure you would recognize those. They're most pop, like the the albums that, in my opinion, are most memorable would be Silver Side Up and mostly All the Right Reasons and Mm -hmm. All the Right Reasons. I should have had this pulled up. Oh, yeah. Hold on. (laughs) It's
1: really unprofessional. I know. Trying to run a professional podcast here.
0: Okay. All the right reasons. Follow you home. Fight for all the wrong reasons. Photograph. Animals. Save in me. Far away. Next contestant. Side of a bullet. If everybody cared. Or if, bleep, if everyone cared. Someone that you're with. And rock star. Okay. That's like all their songs that I know. Every single one of them. <laughs> yep. Damn. So that's why I thought. It would be super fun uh, oh, no. to, instead of like our usual trivia, we're going to play, you know, that game where uh, you get part of the lyrics, and then you try and fill in the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we could do that with, okay, uh, sweet. I was thinking we could start with how you remind me. Kay. Cause I thought that might be the one you would remember the most. I'm going to, I was going to say, I'm going to sing. I'm not, uh, I'm going to start <laughs> the verse. Never made it as a wise man. I couldn't cut it as something man's stealing a strong man stealing no a poor man's stealing a poor man's
1: stealing yeah that, that doesn't make sense yeah, it does makes it more sense. I mean strong yeah. men can steal I'm just saying yeah
0: they're probably better at it but here we are uh, <laughs> tired, really of push in... <laughs> tired of living like a blind man I'm sick of sight without a sense of feeling yeah and this is you remind me you remind you me, remind me. Of what I really am. Of what I really am. Yeah, we do that twice. It's not like you to say sorry.
1: Always. Mm.
0: I was waiting. No. Oh, I was waiting on a
1: different story?
0: Yes. Really? Okay. Yeah. This time I'm mistaken for handing you a heart worth breaking. And I've been wrong. I've been down, been to the bottom of every bottle. These five words in my head scream. Are we having fun yet? Yet, yet, yet. No, no. Yeah. (laughs) And we are. We are having fun. We are. I I think you're doing real damn well on that one. Thank you. They come to you. Like faster than you think. They do, yeah, because they're just really ingrained in there. Do you want to try another one?
1: Yeah, let's do it. I'm feeling good. Okay.
0: Let's go to, do you want to, you said you recognize some from all the right reasons. Do you want to try a photograph? <laughs> sure, let's do a photograph. Hell yeah. All righty. <laughs> Got to do photograph. All right. Look at this photograph. Every time I do. It makes me laugh. How did our eyes get so red? What the hell is on Joey's head? And this is where I grew up. I think think the... the something Mm -hmm. ought to fix it up. Pretty close. I think the present owner fixed it up. Oh, Oh, I never knew. Yeah, yeah. Some of these I'm like, huh. I never knew we'd ever went without. The, the something, something, something sneaking out. <laughs> the second floor is hard for sneaking out. Yeah, that. This is where I went to school. Most of the times had better things to do. Yeah, most of the time had better things to do. Okay. Criminal record says I broke in twice. I must have sneaked in half a dozen times. That's really, I must have done it half a dozen times. Oh, I'm still. shit. Yeah, I'm really impressed that you still got the half a dozen. I wonder if it's too late. Something about graduate. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Shit. I don't know. Hold that. Sorry. I got to get like the tune back in my head. This one's harder than I thought. And I feel like this is the one I know the most. OK, so that one a little a little more
0: difficult. Understandable. A rockier. Yeah. Is it? Yeah sure yeah let's okay this one's going to be really awkward to speak at each other but let's go to their notorious animals oh lord okay. i i'm driving black on black just got my license back shit i don't know this one as well as i thought mm.
1: i just got my license back. i'm driving black to white and something probably about sex not yet but soon <laughs> i don't know the next one okay, line. okay. That one made me feel bad about myself. Well, I used
0: to listen to that all the time too. Oh yeah, I listened. That came out. When did that come out? I'm pretty sure it came out when I was in middle school. So it was a very inappropriate song for me to be listening to, but I sure did. It's an inappropriate song for us to listen to now. Yeah, it came out in 2005.
1: Okay, that was two years before I graduated high school. Right? Yes, I didn't. Okay, so yeah, I would have been. I would
0: have been in like. I think I was in like 6th grade or something. Yeah. Something if around I was a there. Sophomore? You know what I remember about that song though is we had because our school was like hey, let's not have actual educational content on sex. Let's just push abstinence and the Lord. And I remember a lady <laughs> We had this assembly in middle school and this lady was talking about like, she was like, and I heard this filth my son was listening to. And they played the song. And it was this And then song. she, yeah. And she talked about, she like got real weird and was like, no, we're never going to quit. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Just acting like we're animals. And she was like telling us the lyrics and being like, listen to, listen to these heathens and whores and Were then the kids she, just like whoa. Ooh, yeah there's some people who are like yeah. and uh she was not amused and then this was the best part she was like trying to tell everybody like they should be proud that they're virgins and she wants people just like being like whoa i'm a virgin she's like at one of the schools i went to one of the popular guys put his hands up and went I'm a virgin and went running through the halls just going, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. <laughs> and I'm like that either that absolutely didn't happen. If no. it did, he was totally mocking you. Linda, calm down, knock it calm off. Calm down. Yeah. Knock and it then, off. oh my God. The worst part is they did the sticky tape analogy.
1: The hell is that? You know that? where it's like a
0: girl is, oh my God, a girl is like a sticky ta- is like tape. And then they like, put tape and like touch a bunch of different people's clothes and is pretty much like look how dirty she is now
1: <gasps> no
0: yes why isn't a boy a sticky tape
1: Boys exactly are way well,
0: stickier yeah here's the thing okay it is easier to get an std or sti from a human with a penis i'm not i don't want to gender it too much but like Cis men will say it is much easier than it is people like it, it's just because of the, like the concentration and whatnot. I don't know. Look, I obviously didn't have great sex ed, but I do know that it's easier to pick up STIs from penises penile than vaginas. Instrument. Because from it's penile dangling instruments. all
1: over the place. It's just like well, It's it also just stuff. like
0: how you interact and also like sperm and shit. So, yeah, yeah you know, if anybody is sticky tape, it's it's people with dicks, the stickiest I... of tape. But, yeah, no, it was – I remember being so pissed about that, and I still yeah. am. Yeah, yeah, because, again, why is it just girls are sticky
1: tape? Also, that's not how it – like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Yeah. And we're all leaving our DNA all over each other. FYI, Brenda, you got someone else's DNA on you, too.
0: Yeah, she has kids, so she let somebody put their DNA in her yeah. sticky tape vagina. How dare you, Bren? Bren, like women are like fly traps. Like, fuck off, Brenda. Yeah, no, it was it was so disgusting, and I That's remember horrible. even at that age being like, okay, so like, wouldn't shouldn't guys also be sticky tape? Because if they're sticking their dicks and stuff, they're definitely no. getting things too. No, no, they can't help boys it. will it's be just boys. natural.
1: Yeah, yeah, they have those natural no. urges, but you're a whore yeah.
0: and. Yeah. Well, you know, women don't have women, and girls, no sex drive, no interest in it no, at no, all. No, 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 and no, no. And you just have to like guard your virginity because that is your self worth right there. Not, yes. not even your self worth. It's it's just your worth in general. And if yeah, you no, have it was sex, gross. if you have sex, you're worthless. Just just Depreciate, know that. Like not
1: like a, not trying to make you feel bad, yep. but you're worth. <laughs> it,
0: it's sort of like like a you a car. You're you okay?
1: I still have that catch in my throat. I'm so sorry.
0: Oh, that's okay. It's it's sort <clears> of like you're a you're a car on a lot, and as soon as you let somebody drive you off, immediate value depreciation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I am angry.
0: Yeah. Well, do you know, I? One of the things I'm proudest about writing is when I was leaving our town's paper, like when I was moving back to current town. Um, I wrote about sex education. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ended up reading it or not, but I wrote about sex education in our, like our high schools and it was concerning how many, I mean, none of them, like most of them were like pretty abstinence based. Actually, all of them were. All of them were, like, abstinence-based. And then some of them, like, I remember talking to some of the teachers leading it and them being like, yeah, I would like to put more in pretty much about religion. They're like, but, you know, I I can't technically, although that is what I believe. And I'm like, great. I'm so glad you're teaching this science, mental health-based thing and just being like, God hates you, women. Yeah, Just remember.
1: So keep them legs closed, okay? Or you're going to hail.
0: Legs closed, mouth closed, just... Zoop. Zip it all up, yeah. So, anyways, every time I hear that song, I think of that lady.
1: Oh, that's that's a lot to process. Um, it is
0: a lot to process.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I just I remember to in health class later in, in like ninth grade or something. At that point, ninth or tenth grade, like health stuff, it was like showing a lot of dicks with STIs, and. Oh. It was all straight. Like, none of it was for anybody who was gay. It was right. all straight. And I wanted to just raise my hand be like, can I be excused? Because, like, none of this is for me. <laughs> this does um, not
1: apply to my life. This
0: does not apply. And I feel gayer seeing all of this.
1: <laughs> not Not applicable, ma'am. Not
0: applicable,
1: ma'am. I mean, the only thing I really remember from health class, because, again, We did not learn a lot that was actually useful. It's just them basically holding or not holding, (laughs) handing out what looked to me almost like a coloring page of a penis. And I remember just looking at it and being like, that's what it is. And like, I'm straight, but like, that's what it is. Like, why does it have to look like that? I'm just saying, like, (laughs) it's not the most attractive of extremity. It
0: could be better. It could yeah. There's There is room, be room for improvement. Absolutely. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah. Like, not terrible, but, like, also could, should have probably just stayed a first draft. <laughs> I have more penis stuff, but I'm going to cut it off. <laughs> no, no. What's the penis stuff?
1: No, I just, like, and then nobody, like... <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna cry, but like, God, we don't fucking learn anything in the Midwest school system. Like, the difference between like circumcised and uncircumcised, like, mm-hmm. that's a big shock for some people when they go out into the world of penises and decide to, you know, defy God and have some sex, like, and gaze just... upon
0: a naked peen. Yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> You, what is like every episode now, you just have a a breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) The worst part is this is just going to sound silent because you're laughing at such a high frequency. Like the mic is barely picking it up. But you just look unhinged. (laughs) You're crying again. My God. We're just filthy. that's all
1: we're filthy women
0: We're just filthy women
1: yeah. oh just like belinda said <laughs> she just keeps devolving or evolving who can say <clears throat> only belinda knows okay sorry
0: <laughs> should, should we get back to nickelback are you gonna be okay no like why why does this happen Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think you need to talk about it with your therapist though. I think this has become this only space where you can let out your emotions and deep feelings because it feels, it's like weirdly voyeurist, (laughs) (laughs) but also it's like the safety of we're talking, but not in the same room and just feeling like there are strangers there to offer support, even though it's mostly just a few people we know. And then some Canadians and Australians. Yeah. Good day, Thank guys. You guys. I and lost him, didn't I, I? Yeah, you did. I l- really like Vegemite and Koalas. I've never tried it.
1: Koalas are great. It,
0: Vegemite, the first time, the first few times you have it, it's going to be off-putting and confusing. But then once your body processes and you accept it, then you're like, <laughs> sick. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll have to try some. But, yes, we have had
1: some some listeners from, like, places and people that we're not related to and some
0: nice, or our, like, listeners not front for seven years. Yeah. So, thank yeah. you. Guys. It really, like, it is shocking and yes. delightful. Because when you sent me that, I mean, I know these aren't big numbers for, like, big boy podcasts or big girl or big person podcasts (laughs) Uh, but when you sent me that like we're in 700 and something people's top Mm -hmm. podcasts and I was like that has to be individual right because
1: I would think so individual
0: accounts and that is crazy I mean we we just kept talking about it like dorks Frankly. We did and like but... anytime you guys message the insta because I don't have access to it. I mean I probably should, but it does it's fine. You Riley just screenshots and sends me everything. And mm-hmm. thank you for the birthday wishes and for all the nice things and the funny things you send.
1: It's been really nice, but I we're not kidding when we say we pretty much thought that three people were listening to this. Like three to ten.
0: Yeah. I check every time you get something from somebody who's not mom, Justin, or Beth. I check to see if it's a bot. And so far, it (laughs) hasn't been. And it's been wild. It has.
1: And like, nice people. And I know that's not going to last forever because, you know, trolls. But everybody has been so wonderful. And we also, I'm not going to name drop because I'm not going to be that like thirsty, annoying person, but we got followed by somebody that we really love listening to and we about lost our GD
0: minds over it. I keep thinking it's, it's from, it's, I'll say it's somebody from one of our favorite podcasts. Maybe it was just, it was probably just her being nice, but we That's did. That's fine freak out and now every time we post on social I worry that she'll be like why am I following this and unfollow and now I'm I really that scared too. that she's going to see Nickelback because that's not her music taste Is you know and I'm just like please don't it's the only thing I've been it's doing the only that thing too. we live for now I know I know I'm
1: like no you can't be that person and she's seen our stories like she saw that it was your <gasps>
0: birthday oh my God.
1: Like she and I are married. That's the kind of stuff that's gonna ruin it all. That's gonna take it's us okay. down.
0: She doesn't. She doesn't know who she is, or maybe she does because she's like nobody else would follow these loose. Well, that's what I was gonna say I think she can tell pretty quickly by pretty looking quickly. at our followers. Um, but that doesn't mean she listens. That could just be that we. She, I don't know how she got here. If she is listening. so much like you don't even know how much
1: you don't even know i will quit this podcast with my sister and go do one with you if you want me to (laughs) i
0: I honestly Ah! i would be offended if you didn't i would be like you you dumb bop it bitch you bop it bitch you turned down the opportunity of a lifetime i think we should get back to nickelback yes yes so sorry 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 okay so who's i don't know we just uh us you know okay so nickelback we have chad kroger as lead vocals lead guitar and rhythm guitar his brother mike on bass ryan Peake on rhythm guitar and backing voice (laughs) backing vocals as well as lead guitar and the keyboards and then finally daniel adair on drums percussion and backing vocals Uh, there's been like a bunch of drummers but i some of them didn't have like wiki pages and i'm sorry i started getting bored and i figured you guys might get bored too because we're not here to talk about like the deep history of nickelback no we're Um, here to talk about how they get hated on. What were you going to say, Obi-Wan? I was just going to say that I didn't know that Chadwell had a brother. Yeah. Chadifer's brother is Mike and they play music together. Wow. That's beautiful. It is beautiful for them. Mm -hmm. Um, What's not beautiful for them. And I think they'd agree is the, the fact that Nickelback became very much an easy joke, especially like mid or like late two thousands. Yeah. Like late two thousands. And I, I, I've just, I've been very fascinated by this because there are some songs of theirs, like leader of men. I still will not frequently, but every now and then when I go and listen to stuff I listened to in elementary school and middle school, most of it, I would not say is good, but <laughs> it still like tickles that part of the brain and gets that little mm-hmm. serotonin release. And so it's like, really it's stuff that I tend to run to. Um, especially when I want to feel like like I'm in a 2000 superhero movie and like Save Me or Leader of Men by Nickelback does that. Would I say they're good songs? Not particularly, no. But I uh, I I am I, I do find the fact that they're super successful and very hated or the butt of so many jokes to be interesting. So I kind of wanted to look a little bit into that, as I've said 18 times. So a few of the things that I found was like, uh, like why are they... Why are they made fun of? And like, so cyber bullied. One is they're commercial, but like too commercial. Okay. And so like, there's this thing I was reading. I have references. You'll find them on the blog post. Uh, Chad is talking about, he talks about how like he obsessively would dissect every song on the radio and try to figure out what made it successful. And that's really impressive. Like, that's a really in- impressive dedication to your craft. But for something like art, it doesn't feel genuine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is maybe it's more part of like of a it. formula. Like, yes. So it's like a really great way to manufacture hits. But I think the problem is is almost that. It's much more, like you said, like a formula. And mm-hmm. it can become like hit after hit without not a lot of heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That makes a lot of sense.
0: And I was reading this really interesting like article on medium from the user was Emma and the music and I'll link to it once again in the blog post, but she posted or she pointed out how like other bands have similar sounds um, or like a similar sound, but, and, and had hits, but like not as many as Nickelback, which made them really stand out as is more like generic, but also being like rewarded for being generic if that makes sense, because okay. they, they, yeah. Um, and then another point she made that was really interesting is that the label they signed with was mostly metal and they are not a metal band. Um, mm-hmm. but they got a lot of financial support from Roadrunner and that might have really turned metal fans off. And I think that was a pretty astute observation. Emma and the music, okay, interesting, yeah. And I would. What's really interesting is that um, so there's a there is a t- uh, 2023 which is this year in case you weren't aware <laughs> <Yes, it is. laughs> documentary called oh, dicks and balls it's not called Back that it's called Nickel. hate to no, it's called hate to love Nickelback and Mike says in it sometimes people just want to hear vacuous dumb shit on the, like on the radio <laughs> about his own music and so. it's funny because yeah but I kind of think you know I didn't watch it because I forgot I forgot to and I was kind of done but I think it's interesting because it seems like like understandably if you were for like a decade plus just getting railed every day online Mm -hmm. like I would be pretty pissed and upset about it as well but then I'm like are they also admitting like I I don't know I'm like if you would have admitted if you would have had that attitude like in the beginning of like yeah our stuff is just supposed to be like hits like it's just supposed to be catchy it's not supposed to be deep I mm-hmm. like I wonder if it would have been different
1: yeah yeah I feel like too though as you said at some point when you're being made fun of that much you kind of have to like be part of the joke or make the joke
0: first you know yeah no that's a very good point. And. <laughs> Something that Chad himself said is that he thinks part of why Nickelback gets so much hate is that just the constant, I mean, this was before, you know, in like late 90s, early 2000s. This was before like we, we weren't rocking our personal music devices a lot, like we mm-hmm. listened to the radio way more, and they were getting their, you know, how you remind me, for instance, was getting played like a bajillion times a day. So he thinks it yeah. was just like this oversaturation of Nickelback, where people just started hating them because they're like, oh my god, it's that fucking song again, or it's that fucking band again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do feel like rock star played on a loop for a while, and I did. I started hating that song real hard.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's another reason is, is kind of like a, a second bullet point for why the vitriol is a lot of their lyrics are just kind of trashy or just mm-hmm. like not that deep. Like Rockstar is, it's just vapid, I guess. Um, yeah. It's shallow. It's kind of comical how like douchey it is. Yeah. And and
1: then it's like, were they making fun of that whole culture? Like, I
0: don't think like to me, it does. I think that's the thing. I don't think it comes across like that. Okay, yeah, it's part of the problem. You have that you have like animals, like a lot of things. They were just kind of raunchy, which is funny because I'm like a Mm -hmm. lot of music is raunchy. But I think maybe it's just that it it feels like very. Well, there's no like
1: subtlety to it or you were kind of talking about like music being art. There's kind of no artistry to it. They're not really trying to, like, make you think about it. It's just like, here it is. Here's a song about how being a rock star is all about just
0: having money and girls and drugs. Like, there yeah. you go. It can appeal to a lot of people on a this is catchy basis. But, like, you're if you're going beyond, like, if you're going into the art of, of the music, it doesn't feel like there's really much substance. If you're going into the lyrics, some, like, definitely some songs have better lyrics than others. It's not like yeah, all of their of songs are are rock star and animal, but it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, we get it. You do sex. <laughs> you do sex You're so hard. Sex. You do sex so
1: hard, bruh. Wow. Good for you. You rock stars. You, you, you do the sex.
0: And then three that I think contributed to the, like, memification of Nickelback is uh, internet culture slash, like, hipster movement. Because the hipster, like, hipsters really found their footing in, like, the 2010s. And if there's anything that would be in their atheist memorandum, it would be to hate any band with multiple billboard hits you know, I think you get, you get that. I don't know if that's like a huge part of it, but I do think Mm -hmm. with the 2010s, I feel like that's when Nickelback started getting a lot of hate. And from what I saw, that's when they started getting a lot of hate. And that was really the rise of internet culture. Okay. And and two, but two though, I think that even if you're not a hipster, one of the things that really came from hipster culture is just, it is hating mainstream. It's like things that are popular like are no longer Uh, cool where you know in the 80s for instance it was very much the opposite of that like you really wanted to try and have all like this very certain look and you wanted to be into these certain popular things where now and in the 2010s especially it was just like oh like somebody has heard of the band that you love you need to find a new favorite band because yours isn't cool anymore because one person heard of it at this party and so I think when you get a notion that something is mainstream and already kind of generic and then you mash that with internet culture and hipsters i, I you know i don't think it's super uncommon no to get some some meme fodder <laughs> it's the
1: perfect food for memes they just gobbled up i do not it
0: really was and then this other thing was like it might just be their personalities that I saw and whoa no one (laughs) of the things though I will say if I was really because here's the thing they all do seem very passionate about music so for them right so I I'm trying to see it from like if I was really passionate about something and people are just like what you do is superficial and dumb I would say after like two decades three decades of that like it would I would get bitter so yeah Some of the bitterness could be from that. But I was reading this article by his name is Joel Swenson. And he was talking about going to a Nickelback concert because he wanted to kind of see like what's the vibe. And he said at first, like they played and they were really good. And then it just fizzled out. And Chad was talking about how like, if I release this song today, ah, we would be canceled immediately. And there's this really great note or this really great quote from uh, Mr. Swenson's article that I'm going to read. And it says, note, it's not canceling if people just hate your corny ass band. Also, they could definitely still release a song like Figured You Out Today because no one would ever hear it but Nickelback fans. Oh, Oh, Joel. Joel came and swing it. And he said he was like, he wanted to go in there and he was actually like, He was like, the people there were truly fans. Like, he was like, they were fucking feral. Like, quote, he Mm -hmm. called them feral. He's like, people are losing their shit. They started off really good. And he's like, and then it just took a nosedive with them. Kind of this, like, I don't know, sort of like trying to be edgy martyrs. I will say though like I think it's hard to say if you see somebody one time to be like oh they're not good performing live because if you think about Mm -hmm. that's your job and if you think about every day like if somebody walked in one day and observed you at your job on a day you're feeling (laughs) shitty or off and they were like oh that's how you do your job it would be really inaccurate so I try and keep that in mind like he could have just caught them on a bad day and maybe Chad's vocals were just getting rough but he said it just sounded like like he used all of his good stuff up for the first few songs and then it was just like Boop-a-doop. oh well I mean like you said we all
1: we all have those days you know maybe
0: yeah I I maybe, will say though the whole like people would have canceled us and like people are like people are getting their feelings hurt blah, blah like that kind of rhetoric is very like I like
1: it's juvenile it's just like it feels like on, you're like, gonna
0: pull, pull out your like MAGA hat
1: yeah, it starts to feel a little bit like you're trying to incite something and a little bit like you might be getting your feelings hurt, which I always find ironic, and they yeah. never seem to to realize about themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I can understand that that would be a bit uh, off-putting.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of where i stopped because it was pretty much just the same and i'm like oh now i'm doing that it was just the same regurgitation of why do people hate nickelback and like here's some pretty good reasons but also (laughs) like music is subjective and some people like nickelback and i'm like cool that's (laughs) what we're doing i guess and that's when i stopped and i was like i guess i should have picked lincoln park but it's too late
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I, I think it is an interesting concept, though, because you're right. It Even when you texted me and were like, listen to Nickelback with me, my reaction, my head was like, how the fuck would I listen to Nickelback? Like, I don't want to listen yeah. to Nickelback right now. Like, why? Why are you doing that yeah. to
0: me? And, and that's the thing that I will say, like, I feel like Nickelback is, it's like if there are a few songs of theirs that you're like, yeah, that's cool to like work out to and whatnot. Mm -hmm. whatever but like I will still after this if somebody was like my favorite band unironically is Nickelback I would judge them I'd be like who hurt you I would just be like huh it's kind of just like if somebody if you were like what's your favorite dessert and somebody said yogurt
1: oh yeah like there's nothing wrong with yogurt
0: yogurt is perfectly acceptable you're like it like that's your favorite tiramisu mm-hmm. fuck you like cake ice cream no not even froyo. you're like no nah, just like some nice greek vanilla yogurt that's my favorite dessert I'd be like you know what to each their own but also like if we're doing a potluck I'm not putting you on dessert
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like I'm not gonna switch the station if I hear a Nickelback song if a Nickelback song comes up I clearly know well not all the lyrics but some of the lyrics to some of the songs like and i remember listening to those songs a lot in high school and jamming out to them but mm-hmm. would not say that any of them are a favorite song or that they are a favorite band but certainly influential i mean certainly successful in their own right
0: yeah i mean even even like you could say on an objective level they are successful yeah if they've been around since 1995 they've sold over 50 million records like they are successful and yeah not everything that's popular is bad but also yeah. sometimes sometimes it's not great. It just is what I will say is actually fucking fantastic. Cause when I was little like elementary school little I did really like I did really love their music because it was it was to me like very metal and like rock and whatnot and I hadn't yes. really heard music like that and I was like ah I-, I felt like a grown-up being you know like eight and listening to Silver Side Up and I remember yeah. I went to buy a new album of theirs because we you know just CDs and I accidentally picked up Vitamin String Quartet's cover of Nickelback Oh, and I will say it's interesting, really fucking good so it makes me wonder if i'm like is like the music or i i don't know i i've lost all of my music knowledge from the six plus years i played violin um but like not the (laughs) lyrics the lyrics we've like i'm they're they're pretty subpar like they're not great um and some of them are really bad Mm -hmm. but i'm like i wonder if like if i just looked at what is it called but the musicy aspect the not lyrics part i'm like i wonder thank you i'm like are those good? Or is it just that like, I don't know, listen to, I'll send it to you, but vitamin string. Okay. Quartet, yeah. Send it. The cover is black and white and their covers of these songs make them sound so good. Obviously there's no mm-hmm. lyrics, but just, yeah. I and I think maybe too, it's because like orchestra looking at like orchestra and looking at that kind of post grunge rock are like very far apart in style Yeah, it's such a cool new way to hear it that I will still listen to that like I'll, I'll still listen to that and I'm like that That album slaps it fucking slaps it's beautiful
1: that's um, I don't feel like this is probably a show you watch but Bridgerton have you seen any Bridgerton? I'm familiar
0: with it but I have not my little Oberto.
1: Okay one of my favorite things about that show other than you know just the fact that it's smoking hot, um, is that <laughs> all of the songs that they have played at like the balls and stuff are popular, like modern songs, but they're orchestral and it is
0: Ooh. the coolest
1: thing. I love it. I love it so much. Like every single song they play is a modern song, but they have the orchestra doing it. And I I love that concept because like you said, it's yeah. two totally different things coming together. It always sounds amazing. And as you're like, it won't hit you at first. And then I'll be sitting there and I'm like, oh, I I know this song. And it'll be like freaking Ariana Grande or something. Like, and I think that is such a cool
0: idea. It's it's such a good and unique way to hear a song again and, and it feels so new and I, I feel like you pick yeah. out different parts and it's really cool because it's it's different than to me it feels different than just like a cover. You're really like the amount that you'd have to do, I feel like, to translate between the two. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's so cool. Like I really love vitamin String Quartet. Like I love seeing like I love all of their covers of of songs I know. What I think is really cool about this is just like I've heard now maybe enough pop And pop with like string instruments that a lot Mm -hmm. of times, like they're still really good, but you know, like them covering Coldplay and stuff, I'm like, okay, well Coldplay, like I've, they have a lot of times or have had, you know, string instruments in their songs. So it doesn't really feel that transformed, but I'll have Mm -hmm. to say, I I just texted it to you that uh, those Nickelback covers by them are really good. And I remember reading a certain book series, like a fantasy book series when I was little and like listening that on loop. Oh, cute little kib- oh, kibbles and bits. I guess I'm just going to end it with this quote from Chad, and it's from the Hate to Love. Uh, it says, I play Nickelback songs for Nickelback fans, so I don't have to go win over somebody who doesn't like my band. That sounds like some very strange form of torture, probably for both of us. Okay, and he's kind Chad. of, it seems like he's, yeah, he's kind of come to accept it. He said that, like, he's tired of talking about why everybody hates nickelback but they're so successful that he's like now that this documentary's out i just kind of i'm like watch that like i've said what i've had to say and you know that's fair that's fair i mean yeah, here's one of the fair. things that i think is really funny about like hating art or like is is that like you don't have to interact with it no it's not for you then i just think that I've become very huge on let people like things. And I wasn't always Mm -hmm. like that because I was a little hipster tool. But I'm like, just let people like things and (laughs) not everything. And I think this is particularly really important for majority groups. Not everything is for you and it shouldn't be. No. Agreed. Agreed. You can watch something that's not for you or listen or partake. And just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's bad. Correct. And Correct. sometimes Again. it's like, just walk away.
1: Right. No, I, I don't think anybody's making you watch that. And if somebody is threatening you and making you watch that, you should call the police. Or just tase them. Just go straight for
0: the. Yeah, punch them. I mean, our no, entire podcast yeah. is us commenting on shit, and a well, lot of it's not going to be for us. But look, other than just ignore that part and listen to me being so wise and mature and self-actualized. That, I, you
1: are so self-actualized. I'm very proud of you. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm very self-actually proud of you.
0: Oh, thanks, Obert. I live for You're your welcome. approval.
1: <laughs> Good. That's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah don't process that later okay i try not to
1: god i've snorted so much what a great sound for all of your ears You're a little snorfer i am and like crying god guys i'm so sorry i think you are right something yeah something i think cathartic happens to me during these episodes and like i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but i probably should (laughs) like get a therapist. To a therapist. I was maybe just gonna do that, say, that with
0: them. I am going to be like, maybe you're a ventriloquist, but I met <laughs> <laughs> a ventriloquist would be so much more upsetting for me.
1: Does anybody have a ventriloquist I could speak to about my <laughs> emotional outbursts? Thank you. Please, please send your requests to our email because you can email us as long as you're nice, because, and I tell you what, the second somebody's mean to us, it is going to break me. I'm just letting you know.
0: I think I'm just going to be bored that I like annoyed. I wasted my time. Yeah, I have pretty thick skin because I came out in a really small conservative town, so That'll I'm like, it. it's it's pretty hard to upset me. But I do get angry and defensive of people I love. And mm. I'm pretty good with computers, so I will hunch you down, is what I'm saying. If you mean to Riley, no, I will. I will fucking find you. <laughs> Thank you. I like when you get like
1: defensive in my honor. I don't I like when you. you're mad at me or
0: defensive with me. It scares me. Does it really? Mm-hmm. Is it because I have a really bad temper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've gotten so much better with it. You have. No, you really have. Thank you. It's something I've worked on a lot over the past. I can tell. Eight years. Yeah. It's it's much harder when. Thank you. It's much harder when I am unmedicated, which is why I get really pissed that I have to constantly work to get my ADHD medication. And it's such a fucking pain in the ass. I think I'm going to unmedicated yell at them tomorrow about. How it's bullshit, and if I wanted to abuse my ADHD medications, I would have when I had the fucking senile psychiatrist who would literally ask me what dose I wanted. I'm like, if I was going to abuse my Vyvanse, then when I was taking Vyvanse, would have done it. Would've yeah, done that would have
1: been the time. Like, I'm not a fucking idiot. saying <laughs> yeah. oh, <dang>. that's <sighs> that's insanity.
0: It's stupid. It just makes me want to kick them all till they're dead. <laughs> Karen Walker.
1: Uh, icon. Well uh, That was a good episode. I, I had fun discussing the back of oh, nickel and
0: <laughs> I was really <laughs> concerned when I dipped out of research because I got bored. I was just like, Oh man, how's this gonna go? But no, I eh. think that we have landed on um a little vapid, a little like wannabe edgy, not for us. Mm-hmm. No, but, but definitely also, influenced
1: our childhood, for sure. Our, oh, yeah. Our youth.
0: And every now and then, like, when I'm looking at old music from my childhood, like, when I'm running and I need that, like, a little brain boop, what's it called? Serotonin. Like, I'll mm-hmm. throw them on. I'll throw them on. I'll throw on some, I don't know, Train, maybe. Did we really listen to Train? I don't know. We probably did. Oh, yeah. We listened Foo to Foo Fighters. But Foo Fighters mm-hmm. are still good.
1: Yes, they are. No, I would say definitely... I wouldn't say it does or doesn't hold up. It's it's what it always has been. Yes. Yep. It it prevails.
0: It perseveres. I was trying to think it's... of another p word. Don't have one. Yeah. No. I was trying to think of like a pun or something I could say that would tie it to a Nickelback no. song, but I got nothing. We just we just all want to be rock stars, and live in, in hilltop houses, mansions, sure, with fifteen mansions. cars, <laughs> and you know those girls. They come easy. Mm-hmm. And those drugs come cheap. And we'll all say skinny. Because we just want to eat. Yeah. So that's, that's I think, our lessons. Those are all our lessons for tonight or today or whenever you're putting us in your ear holes, letting us <sighs> tickle your brain. Okay. We love you guys.
1: We really yep. do. You're the Please best. Please send us
0: just, you just whatever. If you want to say hi, we'll say hi back because... Mm-hmm. We're constantly Desperate. needing reassurance of our <laughs> self worth, and we tie it to things that we do. That, yep, that's it. Woo! Okay. Love bye. you guys. Bye. <laughs> Good Sid. and Riley. We can't come to the phone right now. So
1: leave a message after the beep. <phone rings> Ruining Our Childhood was filmed in front of a
0: live studio audience. Psych. But it is produced by us, Riley and Cassidy. With music by Joseph Tuna Medish. You can follow us on Instagram at ruiningourchildhoodpod. Or send us an email at ruiningourchildhoodpod at gmail.com. Support the show through our coffee account ko-fi.com ruiningourchildhoodpodcast. Later.